A reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10. They came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and to say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So, throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed Jesus on the way. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Creator and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The commercial begins with a black woman, middle-aged, sitting on her bed, flipping through a magazine. Now you see me, says a voiceover. And then the camera focuses on the magazine as the woman turns a page and she sees only photos of white women. Now you don't, says the voice. Next up is a young woman looking at herself in the mirror, applying her makeup. Now you see me, says the voiceover. And then the woman picks up her phone and scrolls through social media, seeing only images of women whose perfect, elaborate makeup and blonde hair look nothing like her bare skin and brown hair. Now you don't, says the voice. Last, we see an older woman with gray hair sitting in her car, waiting at a traffic light. She glances in her rearview mirror and touches the wrinkles in the corners of her eyes. Now you see me, says the voiceover. Then the woman catches a glimpse of a billboard on the side of the road with young women whose images are being used to sell anti-aging cream. The woman in the car sighs. Now you don't, says the voice. Now you see me. Now you don't. I would love to say that this commercial is a bold rejection of all the norms of the beauty industry. That it's calling out racism and ageism and the very narrow definitions of how we are all supposed to look, but it's not. It's a commercial for skincare products. But in the span of 30 seconds, it does show us how easy it is to be made invisible. Now you see me, now you don't. Today's gospel story is about the healing of a man who is blind. It's also about the healing of a man who was made invisible. And maybe, 
It's also about the healing of the people who had stopped seeing him. Very few of the people Jesus heals in the Gospels have their name included in the historical record. If you glance through most Bibles, the kinds with the titles on the top of each story, you'll find descriptions like the healing of a woman with a hemorrhage, or Jesus cures a deaf man, or a girl restored to life. You'll even find other stories about Jesus healing people who were blind. But we don't know any of their names. In a rare move, today's story tells us the name of the man who was healed, Bartimaeus, even his father's name, Timaeus. And we learn that this story is happening in Jericho. Right from the start, we also learn that this man who cannot see is also not easily seen by others. Or better said, they have simply stopped looking for him. When Bartimaeus cries out for help, the crowd tries to silence him. When he begs for mercy, they only see him as a disruption. Now you see me. Now you don't. There are so many ways we render each other invisible. So many ways we simply stop seeing each other. Getting older in a society focused on youth can make you invisible. Being a person of color in a world so centered on whiteness can make you invisible. Being a quiet person in a loud room or a younger colleague among those who are more experienced, or a freshman among the seniors having a disability, whether it's visible or not, or a chronic illness, living with addiction or depression, becoming a widow or a widower. It is not hard to be made invisible by the larger world. Maybe it's not always intentional, like maybe right now in this very sermon, I didn't mention a struggle that you live with every day. And by not naming it, I made you feel invisible. I didn't mean to, but it's entirely possible. Now I see you. Now I don't. Having read this gospel story more than once, I was surprised this time to hear a detail that I had made invisible before that Bartimaeus asks Jesus not just to make him see, but to make him see again. There are other stories in the Gospels which describe a blind person who encounters Jesus as a person born blind, but this seems to be a slightly different case. I'm not sure how much it matters exactly, except that Perhaps Bartimaeus is longing for something he once had and lost along the way. Perhaps he remembers what it was like not only to see, but to be seen, to be heard. Not to sit outside the city walls asking for mercy, but to be one of the crowd. Perhaps he even remembers how easy it was to pass by those begging for food or nourishment. Now you see them, now you don't.
In his 1952 book, Invisible Man, Ralph Ellison tells the story of a character whose name we never learn. Reflecting on his experience as a black man, the character says this, I am invisible, understand, simply because people refuse to see me. Like the bodiless heads you see sometimes in circus sideshows, it is as though I have been surrounded by mirrors of hard, distorting glass. When they approach me, they see only my surroundings, themselves, or figments of their imagination. Indeed, everything and anything except me. There are so many ways we render each other invisible. And those ways are not the same. They're not equal to each other. But most of us in our lives at some point will know what it feels like not to be seen. And all of us at some point in our lives will be the ones not looking. Ched Myers is a biblical scholar who particularly loves this story. About 40 years ago, he and others founded a Christian community named after the story, the Bartimaeus Collective, it was called. In describing it, he says, it was a goofy name for a community. No one could spell it. And we were constantly getting mailed to Barnabas or Bartholomew and even once to bottom ass community. For 10 years, he said, we did extraordinary ministry in Bartimaeus's name. Up to 25 adults and children lived in four households in a working class African-American neighborhood. We practiced intensive urban gardening and maintained a worshiping community outside of those households. We participated in resistance to the arms race and supported the early sanctuary movement. And we educated on radical discipleship and church renewal. Plus, he says, we had some awesome Halloween parties. So why Bartimaeus? Why name a Christian community after this seemingly minor character who just appears this one time? Well, this is what Chedmire says. What this tale has taught me over the years is this that embracing Jesus' call is not a matter of cognitive assent or churchly habits or being liturgically or theologically sophisticated. It's not about doctrine or piety or any of the other poor substitutes that we Christians have conjured through the ages. Rather, at its core, discipleship is a matter of whether or not we really want to see to see our weary world as it truly is, without denial or delusion. The inconvenient truths about economic disparity and racial oppression and ecological destruction and war without end. And to see our beautiful world as it truly could be, free of despair or distraction the divine dream of enough for all and beloved community 
and restored creation and the peaceable kingdom. Discipleship invites us to see life in its greatest trauma and its greatest ecstasy in order that we might live into God's vision in both the pain and the promise. The stories of Jesus healing people in their bodies are a witness to God's desire for health and wholeness for all of us. They're not just metaphors, and I don't want to diminish the importance of Bartimaeus and his, his healing by saying that what happens to him isn't important. It is. And I suspect he's not the only one in the story who needs to be healed. He's not the only one whose vision needs to be restored. Because the first healing in this story comes when Jesus turns and he sees Bartimaeus for who he truly is, a beloved child of God. And in doing that, Jesus changes the way the crowd sees Bartimaeus. Once Jesus has seen this man, the crowd finally turns toward him instead of away, calls him forward instead of pushing him back, works for his healing instead of pretending he isn't there. And from that moment, Bartimaeus becomes their teacher. When Jesus asks him, what do you want me to do for you? Which, by the way, is the very same question that we heard Jesus ask the disciples in last week's reading when they responded that what they wanted was the best seats in God's kingdom for themselves. When Jesus asked that same question, Bartimaeus asks to see again. And when Jesus sends Bartimaeus on his way, just like he sent the rich man in that story from a few weeks ago. Remember when the rich man went away grieving because he didn't know how to follow Jesus and still manage all of his possessions? What does Bartimaeus do? Well, he throws off his cloak, which was his only way of keeping warm and the only method he had for collecting whatever people gave him. And he follows Jesus on the way without looking back. All of which tells us that Bartimaeus wasn't the only one who needed to see again. That nameless crowd, the ones who made Bartimaeus invisible, they needed healing just as badly, even if they didn't know it. So who are we not seeing? Who are we rendering invisible? Who do we pass by every day, treating each other as no more than background noise or a distraction or a bother? Because Jesus refuses to let us leave one another unseen. Call them here, he says. Now he sees them. Now he sees you. Now may we begin to see one another truly. For that is how we will be healed along the way. <laughs>